Good afternoon. Good afternoon. Thank you so much for joining me. This is the podcast, The Endurance of Labor Laws. I'm your lovely host, Leslie Sullivan. Today is episode 265, and we're going to take a look at what is called low-level waste. So this is a new term for me to learn as well. Very interesting, though, because this does affect our employment. It doesn't. It does affect our environment. I should say. I was thinking the EPA. It doesn't affect the EPA, although the EPA does. I don't want to say they manage this stuff because they do not,、um, but they do kind of set the standard of what is considered acceptable low le-、uh, low-level waste. And what is considered not acceptable low-level waste? And let me get a drink of water. Hold on, just a moment. The air is humid here in Oklahoma, and we are in the middle of a heat wave. So hopefully, we can move over into the lovely fall weather that we greatly appreciate here.、Uh, but again, we are going to be discussing what's called low-level waste. So again, this does affect our employment. There are companies that specialize in this, so there are people that work in this industry. Also, the government does regulate some of these things via the EPA. Also, there are some other government agencies that kind of intervene a little bit, as well as at a federal and a state level. But as usual, before we dive in, let me give a big shout out to my listeners because you guys are awesome. We love to see you here. So a big shout out to Virginia, Oklahoma, California, New York, Texas, Pennsylvania, British Columbia, Florida, Illinois, Oregon, Georgia, West Virginia, Indiana, New Jersey, Massachusetts, Ohio, Minnesota, Alabama, Washington, Nebraska, Arizona, Utah, Colorado, District of Columbia, also known as D.C. A.K.A. the Swamp. Let's drain it. Let's see. A big shout out to Mississippi, Kansas, Tennessee, Rhode Island, Louisiana, North Carolina, Nevada, Maryland, New Mexico, Michigan, Iowa, New Hampshire, Alberta, Ontario, New Brunswick, Wisconsin, Connecticut, Manitoba, Hawaii, and Newfoundland and Labrador. Good to see you guys. In terms of countries, the United States, Singapore, Canada, the Russian Federation, the United Kingdom, Australia, the Netherlands. India, Niger, Slovakia, South Africa, Japan, Denmark, Uzbekistan, the Federated States of Micronesia. Good to see you guys. The Philippines, Bangladesh, Hong Kong, China, and Lithuania. If I'm pronouncing that correctly, and I looked up the Federated States of Micronesia, and it is way out there near Australia. It's out in the Pacific Ocean. I believe it's near the Marshall Islands. So it's like way, way to the far north near Australia. So it's kind of out there in the boonies. That's what we call it. And so, but good to see all of you guys. We love to see you. It's really neat to see how this podcast has grown overseas. And I had no idea that people on different islands would listen to us. I think that's a wonderful thing. Before we dive into this lovely episode, I want to do a little bit of housekeeping here. So I came across a really interesting book, and I know I hardly ever talk about health-related things, but I thought this is a really good book. So the book that I purchased and I got it used on Amazon. I, I'm not sure if it is still in print. It might be, but it's called Aging Backwards. It is a New York Times bestseller. It is called Aging Backwards: Reverse Aging Process and Look Ten Years Younger in Thirty Minutes a Day. And this was、uh, written by a lady by the name of Miranda Esmond、uh, Dash White. So she hyphenated her name. Very interesting lady. She is Canadian. I bet she's in her 60s or 70s now, but she was a professional ballet dancer back in the day, and so she really studied fitness in kind of a different way. So what's interesting is that when she was looking into fitness, it wasn't really popular 
you know, way back in the day. And then there was a time when aerobics was really popular, but not everybody wanted to do aerobics because there are some people that have back injuries, knee injuries. And so she created her own kind of exercise program. I think it's called um, Ecitrix, if I'm not mistaken. Let me double check that. I don't want to tell you wrong. I got one of her DVDs. Where is it? Yeah, Ecitrix program. That's E-S-S. E-N-T-R-I-C-S. And initially, her program was on public broadcasting, so PBS. And here in Oklahoma, it's on Channel 13, which is O-E-T-A. And I came across her, her show by accident just, I think, either this year or last year. And I think it's like in its 20th year or 18th year or, or season. And it's really neat how she has continued to help people. And so what I love about her program, and I purchased a couple of her DVDs, what I love about her program is that anybody can do it. It relaxes your body, but it strengthens your body. It tones it. It's really nice. Typically, her program is on super early in the morning, which I think is really good because typically I get up early and I go for a walk. And so sometimes what I do is I, I do her program in the morning either before or after I go for a walk, and it's just really good stretching. And a lot of people don't understand that stretching is really good for you. It's not just for athletes. This is a really good program because it stretches all of your body. And basically, it de-ages you. So it's really cool. Like, I know that whenever I do her program, I have less wrinkles, especially around my eyes. Like, I'm not as tired, and I'm not super old, not by any means, but... I can just tell that I look younger, I feel younger, and I'm only 39, but I can definitely tell when I don't feel good. You know what I mean? Like if I haven't been exercising like I should, or maybe I'm not stretching enough, and I'm not you know, taking care of my muscles, that kind of thing. And so I tend to notice things pretty quick because I am a runner. Um, I ran cross-country, and I also did cross-country, track and field Tennis, indoor, outdoor soccer, and basketball when I was younger. I'm still a runner, and I still do tennis, and I love fitness. And so I love about this, this program particularly, is that it forces you to slow down. I'm used to just basically knock it, knocking it out of the ballpark, so to speak. And I'm used to like high intensity, basically hit training. But that doesn't always make me feel very good. And also it makes my brain kind of hyper, so sometimes it's hard for me to to sleep at night. <laughs> so I'm just kind of like, I need to tone it down. So I just have lived a life, a rich life, and that's good. I still plan on living a very much rich life and healthy life. But it's nice to just kind of be calm. And sometimes it's hard in our society to be calm. And so I just thought I would mention that book. And again, you can buy it on Amazon. Um, I got it for super cheap. <coughs> Excuse me. But this hardback book, when it came out in the day, It was $28.99. Let me see when this was published. Let me look at the copyright. Let's see here. This was published. Where is the year? Where is it? Well, this is a revised edition, but this one was printed in 2018. But her material goes back way farther than that. So if you can get your hands on one of her books, you need to. She's really good. She's very thorough. She's scientific, but without talking over your head. And I love that because, you know, I don't mind using scientific terms, but sometimes I just want things to be as easy as possible. So I get it the first time. You know what I mean? So it's not always about, you know, being super literate or being a, a super educated person. Sometimes 
I just want something that's simple that I can just do immediately and I don't have to think about it. Well, that's where she comes into play and her her programs are really good. I think they're still on PBS and also, you know, I would just get the DVD. Now she does also have a workout program that you can actually subscribe online and you can get access to all of her videos and I think that's really good. Me personally, I personally like having the DVDs because I don't like having to look at a computer all day. because I already look at a computer all day because of my work. So I like having the DVDs that I can just pop into the DVD player whenever and I don't have to have internet to do that. Sometimes my internet I I don't know what's going on that you know I I try and have a really good speed of an internet but it's like if a lot of people are online even though we're not sharing the same account, I feel like sometimes people just stream way too many videos. <coughs> Excuse me. And that really slows down your internet. Let me get a drink of water. Hold on, just a second. So streaming slows down your internet, and it uses up a lot of data, and I, I don't like that. So, but anyway, you know, if you have a super high speed and you don't have a lot of wind outside, you, you know, Oklahoma, we have very, I would say, high wind velocity sometimes here, and whenever the weather changes, it directly impacts our electricity as well as our internet. So. That's why I prefer DVD because I don't have to use the internet. I still use electricity, but I'm not using the internet all the time. So there's that that I wanted to discuss. Also, I wanted to read a prayer to you guys. I know I hardly ever talk about religious things, but I just thought I would share this very beautiful prayer with you. As you know, I am I guess you would describe me as a a um trying to think of the best way to describe it. I am a born again Christian believer, but I am also Jewish. So I guess I am kind of in between messianic Judaism and Christianity because I do believe in the Jewish Messiah, but I don't really have a temple or a synagogue to attend here in Oklahoma City, at least one that I like. There is one here that is messianic, but the services were way too long and it was just exhausting. It was almost 3 or 4 hours long. and I was like I almost collapsed. I was like I need to go get something to eat. And I was like I eat a pretty good breakfast, but I guess I didn't eat enough protein because I almost collapsed during this service and it was just way too much singing. And and don't get me wrong, I absolutely love singing, but it was just song after song after song after song. It just felt more like a performance than an actual worship service. And I'm like I can only take maybe an hour of of worshiping in terms of like you know reading scripture having you know the preacher get up there and and you'll preach a message and then have some songs and things like that and participate in communion it's like i i can't participate in like 2 hours worth of singing i mean my my voice was gone by the time i left i was extremely exhausted i was dehydrated and i have low blood sugar and i typically don't have low blood sugar because i eat three good meals a day and it's like I shouldn't feel like that but it was just so exhausting I was like I can't do that. So anyway, super nice people mind you. Awesome congregation there. Um but I just I just didn't like how long it was and I should have left but I felt kind of bad if I left in the middle of this service. Now I don't feel bad. <laughs> like whenever I'm uncomfortable with something, I just get up and leave. I don't care whose feelings it hurts. it's like if i need to leave i need to leave so just fyi be aware of that but you know in my jewish faith i do say what is called the amidah 
And so I'm going to read what's the basically the English translation of what is considered the weekly Amidah. So this is not in Greek or Hebrew. This is in English, and it's really beautiful. So let me read this to you guys. It's really neat. It says, "My Lord, open my lips, and my mouth shall declare your praise. Blessed are you, Lord our God, and God of our fathers, God of Abraham, God of Isaac, God of Jacob, the great, mighty, and awesome God, exalted God, who bestows bountiful kindness, who creates all things, who remembers the piety of the patriarchs." and who in love brings a redeemer to their children's children for the sake of his name remember us for life king who desires life inscribe us in the book of life for your sake o living god o king you are a helper a savior and a shield blessed are you lord shield of abraham you are mighty forever my lord you resurrect the dead you are powerful to save he causes the dew to descend he causes the wind to blow and the rain to fall He sustains the living with loving kindness, resurrects the dead with great mercy, supports the falling, heals the sick, releases the bound, and fulfills his trust to those who sleep in the dust. Who is like you, mighty one? And who can be compared to you, king who restores life and causes deliverance to spring forth? Who is like you, merciful father, who in compassion remembers his creatures for life? You are trustworthy to revive the dead. Blessed are you Lord who revives the dead. We will hallow and adore you as the sweet words of the assembly of the holy seraphim who thrice repeat holy unto you as it is written by your prophet and they call to one another and say holy 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 is the lord of hosts the whole earth is full of his glory. Those facing them offer praise and say blessed be the glory of the lord from its place. And in your holy scriptures it is written thus The Lord shall reign forever, your God, O Zion, throughout all generations. Praise the Lord. You are holy and your name is holy, and holy beings praise you daily for all eternity. Blessed are you, Lord, the holy God, the holy king. You graciously bestowed knowledge upon man and teach mortals understanding. Graciously bestow upon us from you wisdom, understanding and knowledge. Blessed are you, Lord, who graciously bestows knowledge. Cause us to return our father to your Torah. Draw us near our king to your service and bring us back to you in wholehearted repentance. Blessed are you, Lord, who desires penitence. Pardon us our father for we have sinned. Forgive us our king for we have transgressed. For you are a good and forgiving God. Blessed are you, Lord, gracious one who pardons abundantly. O behold our affliction and wage our battle. Redeem us speedily for the sake of your name. For you God are the mighty redeemer. Blessed are you Lord, redeemer of Israel. Heal us O Lord and we will be healed. Help us and we will be saved. For you are our praise. Grant complete cure and healing to all our wounds. For you almighty king are a faithful and merciful healer. Blessed are you Lord who heals the sick of his people Israel. Bless for us Lord our God this year and all the varieties of its produce for good and bestow blessing dew and rain for blessing upon the face of the earth satisfy us from the bounty or from your bounty and bless our year like other good years for blessing for you are a generous god who bestows goodness and blesses the years blessed are you lord who blesses the years sound the great shofar for our freedom Raise a banner to gather our exiles 
and bring us together from the four corners of the earth into our land. Blessed are you, Lord, who gathers the dispersed of his people Israel. Restore our judges as in former times, and our counselors as of yore. Remove from us sorrow and sighing, and reign over us. You alone, O Lord, with kindness and compassion, with righteousness and justice. Blessed are you, Lord, who loves righteousness and justice. Let there be no hope for informers, and may all the heretics and all the wicked instantly perish. May all the enemies of your people be speedily extirpated, and may you swiftly uproot, break, crush, and subdue the reign of wickedness speedily in our days. Blessed are you, Lord, who crushes enemies and subdues the wicked. May your mercies be aroused, Lord our God, upon the righteous, upon the pious, upon the elders of your people, the house of Israel, upon the remnant of their sages, and upon the righteous proselytes, and upon us. Grant ample reward to all who truly trust in your name, and place our lot among them. May we never be disgraced, for we have put our trust in you. Blessed are you, Lord, the support and security of the righteous. Return in mercy to Jerusalem, your city, and dwell therein as you have promised. Speedily establish therein the throne of David, your servant, and rebuild it soon in our days as an everlasting edifice. Blessed are you, Lord, who rebuilds Jerusalem. Speedily cause the scion of David, your servant, to flourish and increase his power by your salvation, for we hope for your salvation all day. Blessed are you, Lord, who causes the power of your salvation to flourish. Hear our voice, Lord our God, merciful Father. Have compassion upon us and accept our prayers in mercy and favor. For you are God who hears prayers and supplications. Do not turn us away empty-handed from you, our King, for you hear the prayer of everyone. Blessed are you, Lord, who hears prayer. Look with favor, Lord our God, on your people Israel, and pay heed to their prayer. Restore the service to your sanctuary, and accept with love and favor Israel's fire offerings and prayer. And may the service of your people Israel always find favor. Our God and God of our fathers, may their ascend, come and reach, be seen, accepted and heard, recalled and remembered before you. The remembrance and recollection of us, the remembrance of our fathers, the remembrance of Meshkik, the son of David, your servant, the, rem- the remembrance of Jerusalem, your holy city, and the remembrance of all your people, the house of Israel, for deliverance, well-being, grace, kindness, mercy, good life, and peace on this day. Remember us on this day, Lord our God, for good. Be mindful of us on this day for blessing. Help us on this day for good life. With the promise of deliverance and compassion, spare us and be gracious to us. Have mercy upon us and deliver us, for our eyes are directed to you. For you, God, are a gracious and merciful king. May our eyes behold your return to Zion in mercy. Blessed are you, Lord, who restores his divine presence to Zion. We thankfully acknowledge that you are the Lord our God and God of our fathers forever. You are the strength of our life, the shield of our salvation in every generation. We will give thanks to you and recount your praise evening, morning, and noon for our lives, which are committed into your hand, for our souls, which are entrusted to you, for your miracles, which are with us daily. And for your continual wonders and beneficences, you're the beneficent one, for your mercies never cease, the merciful one, for your kindnesses never end, 
for we always place our hope in you. And we thank you for the miracles, for the redemption, for the mighty deeds, for the saving acts, and for the wonders which you have wrought for our ancestors in those days and at this time. In the days of Matiyahu, the son of Yekonan, the high priest, the Hasmonean and his sons, when the wicked Hellenic government rose up against your people Israel to make them forget your Torah and violate the decrees of your will, But you and your abounding mercy stood by them in the time of their distress. You waged their battles, defended their rights, and avenged the wrong done to them. You delivered the mighty into the hands of the weak, the many into the hands of the few, the impure into the hands of the pure, the wicked into the hands of the righteous, and the wanton sinners into the hands of those who occupy themselves with your Torah. You made a great and holy name for yourself in your world. and effected a great deliverance and redemption for your people to this very day. Then your children entered the shrine of your house, cleansed your temple, purified your sanctuary, kindled lights in your holy courtyards, and instituted these beautiful and wonderful days to give thanks and praise to your great name. In the days of Mordecai and Esther, in Shashan the capital, when the wicked Haman rose up against them and sought to destroy slaughter and annihilate all the Jews young and old infants and women in one day on the 13th day of the 12th month the month of Adar and to take their spoil for plunder that you and your abounding mercy spoiled his counsel and frustrated his intention and caused the evil he planned to recoil on his own head and they hanged him and his sons upon the gallows and for all these may your name our king be continually blessed exalted and extolled forever and all time inscribe all the children of your covenant for a good life and all living things shall forever thank you and praise your great name eternally for you are good god you are our everlasting salvation and help o benevolent god blessed are you lord beneficent is your name and to you it is fitting to offer thanks bestow peace goodness and blessing life graciousness kindness and mercy upon us and upon all your people Israel bless us our father all of us as one with the light of your countenance for by the light of your countenance you gave us lord our god the torah of life and love and kindness righteousness blessing mercy life and peace may it be favorable in your eyes to bless your people Israel at all times and at every moment with your peace Also in the book of life for blessing peace and prosperity deliverance consolation and favorable decrees may we and all your people the house of Israel be remembered and inscribed before you for a happy life and for peace blessed are you lord who blesses his people Israel with peace may the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable before you lord my strength and my redeemer My God guard my tongue from evil and my lips from speaking deceitfully. Let my soul be silent to those who curse me. Let my soul be as dust to all. Open my heart to your Torah and let my soul eagerly pursue your commandments. As for all those who plot evil against me, hasten to annul their counsel and frustrate their design. Let them be as chaff before the wind. Let the angel of the Lord thrust them away. that your beloved ones may be delivered help with your right hand and answer me do it for the sake of your name do it for the sake of your right hand do it for the sake of your torah do it for the sake of your holiness may the words of my mouth 
and the meditation of my heart to be acceptable before you, Lord, my strength and my redeemer. He who makes peace in his heavens, may he make peace for us and for all Israel and say amen. May it be your will, Lord our God, and God of our fathers, that the Bet HaMakadesh be speedily rebuilt in our days and grant us our portion in your Torah. Amen. Glory to God. What a beautiful prayer. I love that. So that prayer is typically said 3 times a day and notice it said evening, morning and noon. So your prayer life should start in evening. Meaning, you know, like whenever you're going to a church service, especially, you know, at a synagogue, the basically the church service is starting Friday or Saturday night and goes to the morning. It's not Sunday morning and then throughout the day. It's supposed to be the previous evening. So I find that to be to be very interesting that God wants us to remember his goodness the night before. Meaning he wants us to sleep peacefully. He wants us to to wake up refreshed. I find that to be very interesting. So that's a very a very beautiful thing to have in our Jewish faith and I think that's just wonderful. Let me get a drink of water so hold on just a moment. Okay, so getting back to the topic at hand, we are discussing low-level waste. So, meaning it's not super toxic, but let's dive into it because it does occur. Low-level waste, also known as LLW or low-level radioactive waste, sorry, radioactive waste is nuclear waste that does not fit into the into the definition for intermediate-level waste. or high level waste or spent nuclear fuel or i think it's called transuranic waste or certain byproduct materials known as i think it's called 11e waste such as uranium mill i can't even say uranium mill and that's m i l l tailings so basically this definition it's it has things that are exclusive to it So the LLW low level waste is a category of radioactive waste that does not fit into other categories. So this is very specific. So yes, it's kind of an interesting type of waste, but it's not the worst kind, I guess is what I'm trying to say here. It says if LLW low level waste is mixed with hazardous waste, then it's classified by RCRA Then it has a special status as mixed low-level waste, which is MLLW, and must satisfy treatment, storage, and disposal regulations, both as LLW and as hazardous waste. So it's kind of like a two-for-one special, but it's not something that that you actually want to deal with. While the bulk of low-level waste is not highly radioactive, the definition of low-level waste does not include references to its activity. and some low level waste may be quite radioactive as in the case of radioactive sources used in industry and sometimes medicine so for example you know if you have like scientists that study nuclear energy they very much need to be aware of these rules laws and regulations because of the nature of their job but let's say you know you're just you know a podcaster like me and you're going to Walmart to buy a case of water more than likely you will not need to know about this stuff like it's not part of your job it's not 
you know what I call super importante like it's not like life and death so to speak so it's it's not part of my job so I don't need to be certified it's just more informative measures you know if that makes more sense with that so low level waste includes items that have become contaminated with radioactive material or have become radioactive through exposure to neutron radiation This waste typically consists of contaminated protective shoe covers and clothing, wiping rags, mops, filters, reactor waste treatment residues, equipments and tools, luminous dials, medical tubes, swabs, injection needles, syringes, and laboratory animal carcasses and tissues. Sounds kind of harsh, but that's what it is. The radioactivity can range from just above background levels found in nature to very highly radioactive in certain cases such as parts from inside the reactor vessel in a nuclear power plant. Now here's the thing. Nuclear power plants are a wonderful invention. So do not be fearful of them. They are typically run very well. And see so here's the thing. Nuclear energy is a great way to provide electricity to like an entire state or a entire country. An example of this is the country of France. France has several nuclear uh, power plants. and they don't have outages like sometimes we do with our grids here that are for the most part non-nuclear uh, power plants so you know there there are pros and cons to everything but i think france surprisingly is a really good example of what to do if you want to have a nuclear power plant so that's always good so the definition of low level waste is set by the nuclear regulators of individual countries Um though the International Atomic Energy Agency provides recommendations some countries such as France specify categories for long-lived low and intermediate level waste they do that because they have more nuclear power plants than most countries so they're pretty well run even though they are socialist and they still have a lot of problems um US regulations do not define the category of intermediate level waste I think the EPA sometimes intervenes with that because the EPA they tend to set the standard and also so does the industry within the private sector. So, I'm going to move on to what it talks about here. It talks about different types of disposal, but it's it's kind of bogged down. So, um I want to get into something else here. So, we're going to list off the different types of radionuclides, if I'm pronouncing that correctly. So there are different types of nuclides that have basically a less than 5 year half life. So some of these do, some of these do not, but just some of the names might sound familiar to you. So tri tritanium, there is cobalt 60, nickel 63, and then you have nickel 63 in a activated metal. You have I think it's pronounced strontium 90. You have cesium 137, carbon 14, then you have C14 that is an activated metal. Then you have nickel 59, you have niobium, if I pronounce that correctly, that's number 94. Then you have technetium 99, you have iodine uh, 129, and then you have alpha emitting transuranic nuclides with a half-life greater than 5 years. Then you have plutonium uh, 241, and then you have I think it's pronounced cur curium 242. So 
a lot of these low-level waste, they are not to be confused with high-level waste or spent nuclear fuel. So these things are categorized very specifically based on, okay, what kind of exposure does, uh, does it put people at risk for kind of thing? Because you have to remember that some of these things, most of these things technically occur naturally in nature. So it's not always manufactured. You know, like, for example, nuclear medicine. You know, like, have you ever had an MRI or, like, a CAT scan done, like a CT scan? You know, if you have an MRI done, which I've had, you know, some of those done before, typically they inject a, a contrast after they've already done um, some images of your body, and then they inject you with contrast. That contrast circulates all throughout your body, and then the MRI technician or radiologist will continue to take images of the exact same area, but with contrast, because they want to see what's going on there. Basically, you're trying to get a diagnosis, or maybe you're just having what's called a surveillance MRI, which is, you know, maybe you, you are aware of a condition, but you want to see whether or not it has progressed, or you want to see, hey, has the treatment actually worked? You know, has the cancer gone away, or has it spread, that kind of thing. Well, you need the contrast You need that to be injected into you in order for the doctors and the radiologists and the technicians to see that so that way they can you know, make a determination of your diagnosis. Also, I want to mention this. Even if you do get a bad, di a bad diagnosis, excuse me, my mouth is dry. Hold on just a moment. Even if you do get a bad diagnosis, do not worry about that. Do not worry about that. I really love this one message that Joel Olstein gave. Um, he said that it doesn't matter, I'm paraphrasing, it doesn't matter what report your doctor gives you because the final report is from your Heavenly Father. So even though you may have been given some bad news, good news is still on the way. So, but it's one of those things, you have to believe in the good news in order to receive that good news. The reason why is whatever energy, basically, or thoughts or worries you're processing, that's what you're going to feed into. So don't feed the crisis, feed your faith, basically. So just FYI, be aware of that, because I know what it's like to be concerned about your health. And, you know, it's like you want to go to the doctor, but at the same time you don't because you don't want to know, but at the same time you do want to know. So our policy in my family is when in doubt, check it out. And even if you do get a diagnosis or, or a lab report that you don't like or don't agree with or don't want to hear about, you just cast that care into the Lord, let him handle it, still do everything the doctor says to do if it's something you're comfortable with, but ultimately you can still have really good health even though the doctor report, the doctor's report, excuse me, might say something else because again, God has the final say. God has the final say, and that's the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, the God of Jacob, the God of Joshua. And that's God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit. So don't give up. Hang in there. So, But I will go ahead and end it for this lovely episode. But as usual, until next time, I pray that you're happy, healthy, and whole, that you have a wonderful day and a wonderful week. Thank you so much. God bless, and bye-bye.
Smallest steps, waves transform the earth. 